Welcome to that weekend feeling with Darren Mann. It's that weekend feeling catching up today with one of the most decorated footballers in South Africa. He's won every domestic honour available and he's played for the country at various age groups all the way through until the senior Bafana Bafana side. Recently, we've known him as the latest coach for Port Elizabeth-based Chipper United. Unfortunately, a couple of weeks ago, some miscommunication. We heard that Dane was no longer coaching the first team, but was still part of the chipper structure. We thought we'd catch up with him and find out exactly what's going on. Dane, thank you for the time. Could you tell us exactly what's happened, please? Oh, good morning, good morning, listeners. Yeah, look, obviously, um, there's still not clarity from my side. Um, I'm still yet to meet with the club. I've literally just um, taken some time off and just um, reflect on, on what happened and and where I can improve myself and, and keep uh, going with the, with the A license. So, um, obviously, you still would be by FC. You know, we're under 12, under 14, 6, and 18, you've won the league. I'm responsible for the under 12 in, the, in, that, um, in that setup. So, we're trying to start the team from the foundation phase. You know, but uh, that's, what I, that's what I've been doing over the past couple of weeks, you know. And um, obviously, uh, I was told that there's a, uh, that they want to restructure and obviously redeploy me within the club, but nothing has been said to me as to where and how and, Etc. So I'm still waiting for them to to get together and meet, and um, and then obviously uh, we'll take it from there and what what the way forward will be. But um, for now, it's still there's no clarity at this point in time. Dane, football fans are very anxious to know what happened from your side. How did things transpire? Were you advised that you must step down from the first team coaching role, and there's going to be a meeting later? Has there been any uh, written communication? Just give us an idea from your side how things played out. No, look, uh, after the Sundowns match, I think um, I got a call at 12 o'clock to say that, I, that um, I shouldn't come to training the next morning, and that's how it was done. And I didn't go to training, and we were supposed to meet, and I'm still waiting for the meeting to take place. But um, I, I know I've, I've been with coaches that the way it happened to me, it happened to many other coaches as well. So I've kind of refrained from being in the media, and because I don't have clarity. You know, so um, it's all about finding the clarity, you know, and then and, and then moving on from there. But um, as of now, nothing has been said, nothing has been communicated to me in writing either. So um, I'm just being patient and not um, getting involved in anything in the media. Um, and then once the club meet, meets with me, then I think after that meeting, uh, the, the way forward will be very, very clear. One would say, looking back, that um, it's one of the hottest seats in local football managerial roles, that of the chipper coach. It's been a bit of a revolving door over the past few years. You must have thought about that before you accepted the role. Yeah, I was, I was approached a couple of times already. You know, I was with a disc set-up and a couple of times they've asked me to, to join the first team. And I've always, um, probably three or four times I've declined it, you know, because I thought I wasn't ready. I'm still learning, you know, and I know how hostile that environment is up there. You know, but um, eventually, you know, with me doing one, with uh, me and Coach Bruce July doing one in the Tisky League, we ended fourth, you know, I think the chairman obviously saw something in us. And, um, well, I never asked to be the first team coach. You know, I was asked to be the first team coach. So uh, I went into it be having been asked to be the first team coach, not not having asked to be the coach over there. And I know what happens over there. I know the environment, you know, but um, that's my path. And it's, um, I want to be into coaching, you know, and if you can survive in that environment, other coaches have left after one match. Other coaches live after three matches. At least I was there for seven matches, you know. <laughs> three, three weeks of pre-season with a new team. Obviously, but I, I learned a lot, you know. Um, pity I couldn't continue uh, because I started seeing a little bit of uh, this team chemistry would come out, you know, defensively, we looked very, very good. You know, we were on the phase of, 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 of working on the attack. 
attacking side of play. You know, um, I grew up with processes in football, you know, development processes, team processes. So my whole coaching is about process. You know, I can't just come in and be a magician and, and change things overnight. You know, you need time for that and you need a lot of effort and a lot of hard work, which I thought I was in the right path, but obviously... You know, uh, people have other ideas and um, you just have to accept it because it's not yours. We're eight or nine games into the season and Chipper find themselves exactly mid-table. I think they're lying eighth or ninth in the 16-team league. Do you think that's a fair reflection of their abilities so far this season? 100%. You know, um, I think there's a couple of matches we should have won. Maritzburg, United, Gold Meadows, we've been talking to them story, but we always knew that the, that the, the two matches after after sundowns will give us an opportunity to, to, to get points, you know, and that's what that, that's what they did. I wasn't there, but that six points was there, but that was all, all along, that was the plan to get to 10 games. You know, um, I was asked for 10 games, 10 points, you know, but that didn't happen. It's seven games, so, you know, I, I can't get 10, 10, 10 points in 10 games if I have only seven games, you know, because I thought to myself, another two matches and then we're right up there um, in the top eight, you know, with two wins, and that's what happened. You know, um, but unfortunately, I'm not around, so maybe I was the problem. <laughs> I think there are some football fans that would argue the point. We've got uh, the international break at the moment as we speak. And then I think there's at least two or possibly even three matches for Chipper remaining in October. Next game against uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Obviously, uh, the fixtures is out for a very, very long time. And then we're going to have an international break with the, with the World Cup. You know, but obviously, I'm wishing the team well. You know, I'm not part of the first team set up as we speak. So obviously, I'm wishing them well and looking from the sides and look um, up with many friends over there. So I'm still very, very keen and interested in, in their progress. Being involved with the juniors at the moment, as you said, your thoughts on uh, level of play, quality of players we have in the Kabecha area at the moment? Unbelievable. You know, I coached under 12. Like I said, uh, if IFC won all the PFA leagues under 12, under 14, 16 and 18, we won all that leagues and it's the first time it's ever happened. So, um, look, we're starting with the foundation. Hopefully, we can have our own team in PU one day. Uh, with investors will come on board. and But we're doing the base work now. We're laying the foundation. You know, and it's looking really, really positive. You know, um, hopefully, we can start in one of the one of the, one of of the the promotion leagues um, next season. Hopefully, Castle League or Mocepe League, we can go in there and try and get a team promoted into, 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 the, into the PSL within five years. You know, but that's the plan and that's the aim. And hopefully, people of PU will come on board, you know, and we'll have our own team one day. If, and it's a big if, another club came along and made you an offer, what would you think about getting back into coaching at senior level? Yeah, look, obviously, if it's something that suits me and my family, I think I can obviously consider that that's the nature of the game. You know, you don't know as a player, there's always offers going to come in and always something better going to come up, you know. But um, for the most part, I do believe that whatever comes up now is going to be better than where I was. Uh, so it can only get better from here. You know, I really started from the bottom of my coaching career with Chapai, and I think uh, there's no analyst over there. Then you play against team with three, four, five, six analysts in sundowns. You know, half time they have an, an, uh, analyst sessions, and I only have my eyes, you know, and my knowledge of the game to work with, you know, and then you need to compete, you know. But I was very, very happy with, with the way things went. Um, very, very, I think I'm very, very capable, and I proved to myself that, you know, that that's a level, obviously, that I, that I want to be on, you know. But obviously, I'm waiting for, for the right offers to come in. There is a few coming in as we speak. Uh, but nothing concrete, it's still early days and I really want to take my time um, and plan my next move. If you look back, can you isolate one particular lesson that you've learnt as coach in the PSL? I think there's so many, there's so many lessons that I've learned, but the, the most part is that I need to trust my gut and my instinct. You know, um, if you want to do something, do it and, and don't, don't regret it. You know, if it's a mistake, it's a mistake. You just need to move on and carry on and that, that's the nature of the game. You know, what you learn with every game, you know, um, you learn 
something new every time you learn something new, but you must be open to learn and to unlearn in that environment. Before we let you go, we've got the World Cup coming up next month, as you said, and I think for the first time in living memory, it's in right in the middle of the season. And I'd be interested if you uh, cast your eye over the teams taking part. Pick two or three that you fancy. I think Brazil will give will give a good account of themselves. They look very, very promising. Uh, Spain has a new generation of younger younger guys coming through. They look really, really impressive. And obviously, you can really never count out the likes of Argentina. Uh, Netherlands looks strong as well. But for me, I think Brazil really looks like a team that, that can compete and win the World Cup. And obviously, with it being in-season, the players will be much fitter, much faster, much stronger. You know, World Cup at the end of the season is almost like it's the end of the season. So... You know, I think this World Cup is going to be very, very good because the players have just gotten their match fitness up to 100%, 150%. So uh, we're in for a real, for a really, really nice treat of, uh, of fit players during the World Cup. And there'll be less injuries as well. Any of the African sides that you like? Senegal. I think Senegal is, is, is our, our hope. Our African side, Senegal is really our hope. I think Senegal will be one of the African teams that will go the furthest, if not even go to the final, you know. But I think um, they want team of Africa that I'm really excited about. And um, I think with Mane leading them, um, I think they're very, very capable of, of causing a few upsets and obviously being the dark horse of, of, of the World Cup. We wish you well with your future endeavours. Thanks for what you've done so far for football in South Africa. And thank you for joining us on that weekend feeling today. I hope you won't mind if we contact you once you've had your meeting with the chipper management and you've plotted yes. a way forward, Dane. No problem. I will release a statement as well on social media so you guys will know exactly as to uh, after the meeting when that, when, when that was, etc. And we can speak again. Fantastic. Have a great day. Thank you. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.